Chris Paul just got waived from the Phoenix Suns. We don't know all the terms yet. We don't know what's going to happen. Could go back to Phoenix. Could go elsewhere. But I'm going to tell you why the Pelicans should at least make the call. Let's get into it. You must know that first. Can't nothing to nobody fade what we trying to do and what we about to do. Second thing is, we got this game on our level. You understand what I'm saying? Welcome to another episode of In Space. I'm your host, Chris Connor. Humble and grateful. Appreciate y'all as always for showing support, showing love. Um, yeah, not a not a slow day, slow media day today. Um, in regards to the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, all I'm going to say is I'm going to mind my business. Um, shout out to Zion Williamson and congrats to him having a, having a baby with some success, healthy child, um, and success on the court upcoming. Now let's get into basketball, right? Some news today. By now you've all seen it. Chris Paul. And the Phoenix Suns, um, they're either restructuring or they are um, moving on, cutting ties. Depending on who you believe, this has been in play for a while now in regards to Phoenix and their situation with Chris Paul. I think I saw as well an updated um, report that he, Chris Paul would prefer to return back to Phoenix. And look... Before you get into the video, you get into the comments. People do this all the time, right? They 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 just see the the headline, they don't read it. I do want y'all in the comments, but watch the video at least. You know what I'm saying? Give me that. I'm putting enough work for y'all to give me that. Um, I know all the reasons that Chris Paul coming to coming back to New Orleans wouldn't make sense. I know his flaws. I know his age. I know his history. I know um. I know him being a little guard. I know his injury, um, his injury history on this team. I know it. I I understand it all. I know him being past his prime. All those things are valid and true. You can talk about the attitude. You can talk about how he is with his, you know, how how hard he is on his teammates. Whatever you want to look at it from, the money he might cost, I get all that. All that's valid. I'm not telling you it's going to happen. In fact, I don't think it will happen. I don't think Chris Paul will be a Pelican, um, just like I didn't think when um, the Pelicans were interested before. I didn't think that he would end up being in New Orleans. But with that being said, you got to at least make the call. We've been here before. We talked about this with um, if you watch my show around the trade deadline when Kevin Durant was available. Same thing. If you if you can afford to make the call, if you got if you got a slot, you got a, you know, a friendly, you know, a nice looking opportunity, possibly make the call. Right. Look. And, you know, we'll get into, um, you know what, let's start Let's start with this video, right? There, there's sentimental reasons involved, and you all know if you've watched this team dating back to their early days as the Hornets in New Orleans, you know what this is. Like, okay, it's time for us to, to move on. Like, that city, man, listen, you know and I know. Like, I will never have another bond like I had with that city. So he he's talking about and shout out to the guys on on uh, Pivot doing a doing a really good job there. But Chris Paul was on a podcast um, with uh, Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder, and uh, Fred Taylor 
talking about his career. And one of the elements is Chris Paul. What duh, Chris Paul was on the show. One of the elements was his time in New Orleans, leaving New Orleans, how that went, which he's kind of talked about a little bit, but he went deeper into detail, including some of his reasons and, and to where he wanted to be the teams that he chose to be on afterwards. Where if it wasn't Los Angeles, why he eventually chose to go to Phoenix down the line, why he wanted to be a Clipper, you know, all those things, the trade. You guys haven't checked that out. Go ahead. But um, that element. He talked about not being not 100 percent understanding, being confused why he gets booed. And that's a different discussion because I got, you know, I got a few clips on that. But there is a portion of the fan base that would love Chris Paul to come back. And if he did come back, the other side would welcome him as well. You get all over you. You get over the stuff on the floor. You get over um, whatever feelings you have about him leaving, including including myself. Um, But. That's one side of it. The other side is the basketball side. Look, man, as I mentioned to you, I know he's past his prime. I know defensively, um, you know, he's he's not anywhere close to what he once was. And even then still being undersized. But I look at it from this from this perspective. And there's a lot of different different things that could change um, with an addition like that. But I'm thinking about um you know, clearly another veteran voice. We talked a lot. Chaz had multiple videos about, about the Pelicans needing needing accountability. We talked about it on a lot of our on a lot of our shows. Um, you know, five five's written written articles. I mean that it's been and at the end, I think shortly um after some of those videos were put out, players started talking about holding each other accountable. I think Willie Green mentioned it as well. Like that was what those guys even said after games and after practices, well, you're talking about a, an accountability general. Chris Paul comes in being that kind of individual, having that reputation. He's familiar with the city. He's familiar with all of that, all of that stuff. That may help some of the young guys coming in, some of the guys that are there in regards to, all right, I ain't been here in a while, but yo, you know, you know, this is how you move, this is what you do, this is what you, you know, this is what you don't do. Maybe the voice and the you know the current veterans you know on the team, um, it's just it's just not working or possibly won't ever work. But that kind of voice and that kind of mentality, I don't think would hurt this locker room at all. Um, relationship with Willie Green, okay. If David Griffin doesn't make the call, Willie Green should make the call. You know, uh, for those that remember when Chris Paul was in the you know was in the finals with uh, with the Suns, his own his his only appearance. Who was the, you know, his assistant coach? Willie Green. So Willie Green, Monty, that, you know, that whole thing. But Chris Paul talked glowingly about Willie Green uh, before he ended up leaving and becoming um, a coach with, you know, and becoming the head coach of the Pelicans. Like those were, those were things, their relationship, you know, is pretty, is pretty solid. So you have that connection there. Um, and, it, you know, I think you have the talent and you have the need for a guy that I, I think under the right un, 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 under the right setup, you could use an individual, another guy that can organize this team. And I don't know if it can simply be Jose Alvarado. Um, I don't know if you can simply put it on Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. I hope that that, that that works. But if you bring in Chris Paul, you at least know you get that. Someone who's going to be able to get you, you, know, a, you know, a seasoned dude, a general which this team can use sometimes in getting together, which is going to allow so many other individuals to have the opportunity to 
create off ball to get more spot up attempts, preserve energy. Um, even if he's not the same pick and roll dude that he was when he was in his prime in New Orleans, you know, I, I think, you know, you're still looking at a guy who in his sleep can average eight to 10 assists. That's just what he is. That can matter and that can help this team. Another element, everywhere he's went, even as he's gotten older, he's been very benefit. He's been um, an elevator for, I mean, there's, there's other players on the team, smaller guards, wings, so on and so forth. He's elevated a lot of, a lot of the individuals, but you look directly at the center position. Everywhere Chris Paul is winning his entire career, he's made his big man better. Multiple of them. I, the guy I'm thinking about right now is a perfect reason for you, who, you to bring in Jackson Hayes. Chris Paul has played with a lot of athletic centers, um, similar, comparable in, in, from some respects to Jackson Hayes, DeAndre Jordan, Tyson Chandler, a lot of lob threats, athletic guys that go – like, you know, he's one of the still to this day, one of the best lob throwers in the game. We saw it for years with him and Tyson Chandler, as I mentioned. Wasn't able to to elevate them all. Shout out to Hilton Armstrong. But I think with that athleticism, at worst, that, you know, that, that would be the best point guard that Jackson Hayes had. Maybe that helps his his elevation as well. If you choose to retain him, it might be a, it might give you a good reason too if you bring in Chris Paul. And we don't know what the numbers will be. You don't even know if you can afford him again. I don't think you could bring him back. I mean, I don't think he'll he's going to be a Pelican. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't make the call. Now, I know the other part of what you're thinking. Anywhere. That's why it's rare now you look at see. Now Ingram's getting involved and Bridges has to step between them. It's rare you see a rookie defensively. Players have beef all the time, man. You professional. You put that to the side if it gives you an opportunity for you to win. You're going to ask about lineups. You figure that out. You put in the comments if you brought in Chris Paul, what you would do. I don't like small, small guard lineups to, you know, to to start for me. So that means Chris, you know, CJ McCollum would have to come off the bench in this equation, you know, or you would ultimately, you know, move him. I'm not saying that that's the move you should make. I would like to see CJ McCollum play basketball in New Orleans uh, upcoming this year after the, you know, the year he had last year of just uh, of being a warrior. And even if it wasn't the most efficient, the most pretty, some nights, it's almost a miracle that when you look at the amount of games that so many other guys missed, him having multiple ailments and still playing. Um, you may not agree with all the things that he, you know, that he says, or, you know, you may not like his game play. I don't, whatever your um, criticisms of, of CJ, you can't go against, um, the warrior that he was last year and how he fought from so many things just to keep this team playing um, eligible. So perfect world. Maybe he comes off the bench and maybe he starts, you know, Herb Jones goes to the bench, but Hey, you know, I think of Trey Murphy, you know, when Chris Paul joins the team, he's going, he's looking for his shooters. You got quite the one be great for, for Trey Murphy's um, improvement would help regardless of the situation that him and Brandon has had It'd be great for him. I think, um, you know, yo, man, I Zion hasn't played with someone with a general like like that. I, and when, you know, hey, man, that's Chris Paul is one of the one of the greatest floor generals of all time. But just that that level of distributor, that level of I mean, you saw the connection that Zion had with Lonzo and Lonzo was um, in some in, in some respects, while in the half court. He had his struggles with picking, you know, with, with picking rows. He loved to pass the ball, had really good accuracy. Um, and it was a big reason that him 
Zoe and Zion established the relationship and the connection that they did because Zoe know where to Zoe knew where to find him off the gate. Zoe knew how to get him the ball. He knew how to get him there. He knew how to get them get him the ball there accurately. You bring in Chris Paul in the half court, you know, it's totally different with them with the pick and roll manipulation, whether it's fun to watch, whether it's whether it's entertaining or you, you consider it basketball, foul baiting, all of it. That the understanding of 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 angles, pick and rolls, coming up, coming in off screens, shading, when to throw lobs, when to shoot floaters, when to shoot mid ranges. Yo, man, I mean, once again, what do wonders for this team and how you were able be able to construct it? Um, think on his career, close to thirty seven percent three point shooter. Last few years, he's been inconsistent. But it's not like this team has a has a has a large list of shooters to begin with. You could do a lot worse than Chris Paul. Um, I really think about um, the organization again. If the team, if they're if bringing in a new offensive coordinator of sorts, I mean, who better to implement and run these styles and give his input and put this up together than CP? Maybe it is CJ. Maybe maybe it can be CJ, but not to the level that it would be a Chris Paul. I'm saying under the right circumstance, I don't know what the man wants money wise. I'm sure he's not just coming in for, you know, for, uh, you know, a, a league minimum or, or or even an MLE. But you got to make the call and find out. I ain't too good for Chris Paul. I ain't too good for Chris Paul. I, I'm not. And then there's this because there's another guy that he could also benefit. Yeah, I wasn't saying out 100 percent. Not to care about anybody else, but if that person plays, I'm playing. The good news is, Jose, if Chris Paul's a Pelican, every game he played, you could play. Y'all just will be on the same team. I'm of the mindset, man, that some of the people, some of the people in life that you hate the most, that you think you're on the opposite side of the spectrum of, y'all sometimes don't like each other because y'all are very similar. You know, they sometimes can give you the best advice, sometimes be the best thing for you. I don't agree with all the things Chris Paul's done on the floor. Y'all could let me know if y'all think he's a dirty player. Y'all could let me know, you know, you know what y'all think about him or if y'all lost respect for him. And, and, and I, I have my own opinion about some of the some of the things that he does sometimes on the floor. I think it does. You know, it can cross the line. But um, I know that dude wants to win. I know he desperately wants to win a championship. And I know he loves the city of New Orleans. I don't think he'll return. I think that there are options that he might think are better for him. But if it is anyway, if he at least thinks about it, I welcome it. And I think it could fit and I think it could benefit a lot of different individuals. And it also changed the way you put together your team or you put together the rest of your team. Change the type of guys that want to come to your team. Now, you may only get a chance to see it, you know, fully healthy for eight games out of the year, but that don't change where you currently at right now. Put it together. Let's see it if you can. Get Chris Paul back to New Orleans. Finish the story. At least make the call. That's all I'm asking. Just make the call. Appreciate y'all as always, man. Shout out to our people at DraftKings Sportsbook, New York Life. Birdsaw Law Firm. Um, I think it's going to be a fun week and it's going to be a fun summer for us at Boot Crew, man. It's going to be a lot more Chris Paul stuff, content dropping, a lot of stuff about BI. 
a lot of stuff about Zion, but better, you know, better for worse. Zion, stay off the internet, man. Live your life, have fun. You know what I mean? Get what you got to get out of you, man. Um, you know what I mean? And enjoy um, impending fatherhood. But yeah, man. I think that's it. I will holler at y'all next week. If not, I'll be on the, the Talk With The Gang, Propel's Talk Book Crew on Sunday. Appreciate y'all as always. Getting them comments. Let me know what y'all think. Should Chris Paul, should the Pelicans make the call for Chris Paul? What would it look like? What would you do to the team afterwards? Give me your rotations. Do you even want them back? Like to hear it. <laughs>